Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Crocodile Dundee. I watched the second half of Crocodile Dundee. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. All right. Good so, night, Ethan. Uh, hey, how's it going? How's it going, Ethan? Have you ever seen a movie down under? Uh, <laughs> I've... <laughs> I live with a lad down under. Yeah? Crikey. Crikey. Oh, you might be as offensive as possible to the Australians. I might sound an Aussie. Yeah? You like kangaroos? They like muskrats? You like them dingoes? Oh, they like crocodiles. They ate your babies. <coughs> the dingo ate your baby. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I was right, right. Is that what happened here? Uh, yeah. Historically, a dingo ate people's oh, yeah, babies. Oh, yeah, I got That's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. That's what this movie's. That's what that quote. This movie is from this quote. Wait, what? What? <laughs> My throat hurts. I don't Sorry, know why. I'm I not going to do that again. I don't know why I cough through it. Like, it activates a weird part of my throat where it's like, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. <laughs> it's because you're putting so much effort into your throat. I guess muscles. so. I yeah. guess so. Anyway, anyway, yes. So we watched this. Well, we, you already already know. I don't know how to do this. It's always a habit to be like, we watch Crocodile Dundee. We want to introduce ourselves again. It's been almost a year, and we're going to try to. We still got the same old dirty habits. The same old dirty habits. You know who's also dirty is this Crocodile Dundee this fellow. Crocodile he goes out in the wilderness. You wouldn't know that. He was in the, the 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 city by the time you were watching the movie. That's very true. Yeah. But I could tell. He was dirty. He was dirty. Yeah. No, this... he just looked tanned. <sighs> man, so. All right, look, man. This movie has age to it. This movie has the most age. The most age. Like, every cliche is in this film and not in a clever or funny way. Nope. And like... everything is delivered and done in kind of a clunky fashion. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like and it's none of it is it seems it's just like honestly, this is like eating some like generic brand Oreos, man. Like, very much like, so. Like these aren't the best cookies. Well do. They'll I guess. Do. I'm hungry. Yeah. I need to watch something. <laughs> I guess I'll watch this. It's on movie. Netflix. It's on oh, it's more like it's on TV. It's on television. Yeah, you wouldn't watch it on Netflix. No, you wouldn't. Unless like you grow up with this movie. I feel like if maybe, you grew up yeah. with this movie, maybe you would have like, you know, nostalgia. nostalgia. <clears throat> uh it's really hard to see it though now, having obviously not seen it before. <sighs> but um let's let's talk a little about this movie. So the movie starts with two characters. We have Sue and Richard. They both work for a, a newspaper or not a newspaper a magazine called uh Newsday. 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 Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good name. So they publish name. weekly, monthly, daily. Uh, Newsday uh, makes it sound like they publish sounds every daily, day. But that doesn't make sense. because Or, or is it like, today is the Newsday this month? Today is Newsday. Okay. I'm assuming. Because I feel like they pub they, they publish it. I mean, magazines usually don't publish daily. That'd be ridiculous. No, yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's a magazine. I'm not only supposed to Either way. So, Sue. I feel like it's a newspaper. Anyway, continue. It might be a newspaper. Um. Anyway, so Sue is talking to Richard. Uh, he works for it, and she's like a, what, like a writer and photographer for it, mm -hmm. reporter. And she says, hey, there's this guy. His name is Mike Michael J. Crocodile Dundee. Not Michael J. Fox? Not Michael J. Fox. Mm. He, yeah. Nope, don't do it. Continue. <laughs> I was hovering there. You don't need that joke. That joke doesn't need to happen. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, we're just not going to do it. We're going to skip it. We're going to skip this right, joke. I won't make the Back one. to the Future joke, and instead I'll make the joke nope, about it. No, no. No, no, just don't make a joke. No. Stop. Mike, okay, Mike, so Mike, no. Crocodile Dundee. Okay, we're back on our... What's his first name? Michael. Michael... Michael J. J. 
Parkinson's. No, <laughs> Michael J. Dundee. Michael J. Dundee. Was, or what has Nikki. he done? What did he done do? He done did. <laughs> Michael Michael J. Crocodile Dundee did. He um, was out fishing. It's not really clear at the beginning, but apparently got attacked by a, a croc, crocodile, uh-huh. and it bit off his leg. Whoa. Yeah. Like enti- uh, entirely whoa. bit his leg off, according to Sue and all the other people that had talked to him, uh, talked to her, and he. Did you see? A, sorry, this is a sidetrack. Kind Go of. Ahead. Did you see a gif of that? All the crocodiles hanging out, and they throw meat, and they all like attack each other. Yeah, they don't eat the meat. They, they one of them just grabs another's arm and just rips it off and eats that right next to like <laughs> this perfectly good meat. Yeah, <laughs> crocodiles are dumb. That's the funniest because <laughs> the other one just like loses his arm. He's just like, and he well, just I doesn't guess, care. He's just like, I guess that's gone. <laughs> Crocodiles are weird. Yeah, they're an odd creature. Uh, they're, they're the ones that you can hold their mouth down right and not open. Like they're the ones uh, can't that open their jaw. when they cry, you can't you can't trust them. <laughs> they're probably faking it. They're just trying to get their way. They're very manipulative. They're very manipulative crocodiles. That's why that one <laughs> was trying to cry as he lost his arm, but he couldn't but do no it. One, but no one, no one believed him. No one believed him because he's a crocodile. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, so basically he got his leg eaten by a crocodile and he crawled back to civilization with one leg. And when he got there, they patched it up and uh, now he's he's okay basically. And she wants to do a story about this guy. Now, already you're like, wait a minute. Crocodile Dundee has two legs. Yeah, he does. So I thought maybe it was just a really nice prosthetic. I just never noticed. Nope, he's got two legs. So then she goes and she meets a man named Walter, Walter Riley. And he is the business partner of Michael J. Crocodile Dundee. Mm-hmm. And they both run the Never Never Safari, which is a safari out in the the Outback. Oh, yeah. Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, get your grill here. I don't know what the <laughs> motto is, is. Get your grill here. That sounds like a good motto. It sounds like a pretty good motto. Yeah, put, the, put, the, put the kangaroos on here. <laughs> we serve live kangaroo. You eat it raw. <laughs> It's raw! It's raw! It's just a kangaroo that you, ever, you fight you, you to ever, the death! Yeah, you ever had kangaroo sushi? Well, you will today, mate. Come on down, Outback Steakhouse. We'll put it on the grill for you. Just kidding. You'll eat it raw, you, you son of a bitch. you eat it raw, you son of a bitch, just like we do out the Outback. <laughs> the Outback, hey. No, for wussies like you, huh, you fucking American <laughs> swines? Swine? <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't have swines down under. We have boars. We Wild have boars. boars. No, t- tear your shit up. Speaking of boars, so this movie. Um, <laughs> well done. So as the movie opens and we're introduced to all these characters, the credits start to roll. Yeah. And I am introduced to the first major warning sign. Okay. Now, Michael J. Crocodile Nutney is played by an actor named Paul Hogan. I believe he passed away recently. Did he really? I think he did. Maybe. Well, then I'm going to try to be very Let respectful about what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. But he also wrote the original story and screenplay for this movie. Oh. So he had a lot of creative control over the decisions of his character, the way he was introduced, um, and pretty much everything, including the actions and emotions taken by the lead female protagonist. And I'd like for everyone to keep that in mind as the movie continues. Uh-huh. So... She goes into a bar um, with Walter, the business partner, and everyone is getting drunk and everyone's fighting. And all of a sudden, in comes Mr. Michael J. Crocodile Dundee himself. Uh, and he has a giant stuffed crocodile on him and it's attacking him. And I put attacking in air quotes because it's a stuffed crocodile. And it's he's clear he's just doing this to make an entrance, to impress Sue. Mm. First thing we realize is he has both legs. And Sue mentions this. You have both legs. And he goes, yeah, but my leg got bitten. Like, and he shows that he's got like a, like a scar, mm-hmm. but already I'm like, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> I don't trust him. He clearly made this, like this whole story up to get attention. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the more I watch the movie, the the less I trust him. Like everything he does now, I'm I'm br- I'm bringing in a question. Okay. Um. In fact, while he's there, he's dancing with Sue, which is really creepy. Sue is immediately, immediately like infatuated, smitten with him. With him? Smitten. Even though like she, mm. her and Richard back at Newsday clearly had like a thing going on. Yeah. Um. She's immediately. You know what? I don't think he's dead. Oh no. I thought he was dead. His career is. Oh, you're um, right about that. So. He while he's there, um, they're dancing awkwardly, and then this one guy, uh, some hunter, says that um, that Crocodile Dundee or uh, Mick is what everyone calls him, Mick. even though his name is Michael. Say Mick mm. is a poacher, and when he hears oh. this, he just straight up punches him in the face. Yeah, he likes to do that. He punches a lot of people in the face. He's really got a. He's got his uh, stick down, you know. A stick down? A shtick. Shtick? Shtick. He's got a shtick down. She's got a shtick down. He uses it and he throws it at people. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I was going. And then, and then when he goes into bars, he's got a shtick up and he he, he, <laughs> he, he steals money. So at a bar. All, at a bar. Yeah, you <laughs> rob a bar. A bar. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Times are getting tough for Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Banks know his face too well. I feel he's like a bar would be a pretty good place to rob. Everyone's kind of like inebriated. You know? No, that means they're more likely to attack you I mean, and less scared. Point. That's a good point. But Wait. if you're Crocodile Dundee, you can fight them off. That's true. So uh, he, it's also introduced that he was raised by Aborigines. Okay. Um, which again, uh, how could I trust him at this point? Like, you know, he hasn't said one thing that we know is honest. That's a good point. Continues. Um, uh, they're in a car. Uh, she's Because basically her plan is for him to take her to where he got attacked by a bunch of crocodiles. By that crocodile. And she wants to take pictures of everything and document the whole trip. Cool. Makes sense. And so he says, okay. So him and Walter take a car to the middle middle of the bush. And then there's this big ox in the way. And Walter? And Walter. His, his business partner. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Wait. I'm sticking with the other guy. I think the guy back at home. Back oh, at, uh, his name know. is Richard. Richard. Walker. Okay. Walker, Richard, Walter. Richard Walker is, I believe. Texas Ranger. Yeah. Exactly. Um, That's why I think of the two together. <laughs> so th- they're driving. Oh, Richard Walker's is a pancake place in San Diego. It's really good. I've never been there. Are the pancakes good? Yeah. They, you put, ah, they got like apples on them. You put ab- carameled apples. It's so good. Anyway. Yeah, it sounds delish. So they're driving down the road and they come across a, an ox. An old, an old ox. He's got uh-huh. big horns and he's standing in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. And they stop the car. Uh-huh. And at first he honks his horn and the ox just sits there. Yeah. And then he gets out of the car and he walks over. And, and he, so the lady takes like a camera and starts taking pictures of the whole deal. Does he do the thing with his fingers? Yeah. He does a little like, like metal, metal sign, but metal he's pointing, sign. The, pointing the fingers at the ox. At the, between his eyes. Mm-hmm. And then he puts the ox to sleep and the ox falls asleep on the ground. In the middle of the road? In the middle of the road. We're useless. That's my thought precisely. Great job, idiot. Now what are you going to do? You have a sleeping ox in the middle of fucking road. You it's can't like get around. Snorlax, man. He's got to get a pokey flute out. Yeah, well, he did. He got a little uh, ditcherdoo out and he started playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. But but Sue's like, oh my God, that was so beautiful. It's like, gives a shit. And then Walter. I don't be- know. That's pretty cool. Walter, behind- If you saw that happen, I'll be like, whoa. Walter behind him says, huh, huh, mind over matter, kind of awkwardly, as if like he doesn't ordinarily do this. Further making me suspicious as to what, what is really going on okay. in the film. Okay, all right. Co- to continue. So then they're on, uh, like, the river, and they're heading to, like, a place. And then they got they get out of the boat, Walter, uh, Mickey, Mick, and um, Sue. They get out of the boat. And then Sue gets out first. Walter gets out second. And then Mick gets out. Crocodile Dundee gets out. And as he's walking up to Sue, 
He looks over and grabs Walter by the arm and pulls his arm over and looks at his watch, takes a look at his watch, drops Walter's hand, walks over to Sue so that Sue sees him. Then he looks up into the sky at the the sun and says, ah, it's 2.30. But he's lying again. He doesn't, he can't tell the time from the Mm, sun. He's telling the time from the watch. He again is lying. What? Already, I'm on really uneven footing with this guy. You know what I mean? Weird. Okay. All Even right. though the movie's based on him, named after him. So then it's revealed that they're going to go, him and Sue are going to go and find the place where he was attacked. And Walter is going to leave them and meet them at another end of the bush, basically. And they'll be gone. They'll be back on Wednesday. And as they're leaving, he goes, Wednesday, got it. What day is it? And he's like, Walter's like, Monday. And he goes, oh, right. All right. See you then. Wow, he must be a really great tracker. Can't even keep track of the fucking day it is. Like he's one with nature, mate. Yeah. You don't need to know what time it is. That's the bloody Americans were about that <laughs> stuff. Always running around with their heads up their asses. That's true. Both characters have watches except for him. Exactly. Um, so then he, him, and Sue are. It's nighttime and they're talking, and clearly Sue's really digging on him, and he's trying to seem like aloof. Um, and then he's talking about like how you know she's like you know so like you know, you must have opinions on things. What are your opinions on, you know, the Aborigines and, and them owning the land or, you know, other people owning the land? He goes, nobody owns this land. You know, us fighting over land is like uh, uh, two flies or fleas uh, fighting over who owns the dog, you know? You know, all oh, this will be around, you know, forever. And it's been around. And all. He just takes a big drag of his weed pipe. He and was just smoking. <laughs> and so then in the middle of this whole thing, he then out of nowhere grabs a snake pulls it out and kills it right in front of her. Cool. And she's like, oh my God, was it poisonous? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's poisonous. Really? Was it really poisonous? You're just trying to make everything seem dangerous so that she can get close to you. Again, I don't know. So then um, that night, there's a bunch of assholes killing kangaroos, the same people who were calling uh, kangaroo, uh, kangaroo, dun- kangaroo, ca- crocodile Dundee, kangaroo Dundee. Kangaroo that's, Dundee. That's his son. That's his son. Oh my god! If they made a version. Of oh, this. I'm Kangaroo Dundee. Hello, <laughs> my name is Joey for short. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hop along on my mom's pouch here. <laughs> here we go, mommy ride. Get off me, kid. <laughs> I'm not your mom. <laughs> my name's Beatrix. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good to me. That's a pretty good name. Uh, so they're killing all the kangaroos, the people, same people who called Crocodile Dundee a poacher. And so <laughs> Sue's like, you got to do something. Crocodile Dundee's like, ah, no law against it. Killing a bunch of kangaroos. She's like, come on. He's like, all right. <laughs> so then he gets like a dead kangaroo carcass and then puts a gun between his hands and makes it shoot all the poachers' guns and like scares that them sounds away. all right. Yeah, but he's got to like, he's forced to do a good act. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So then it's morning and he's, and so she's like, you know, oh, that was pretty cool. He goes, yeah, this is a man's country. Yeah, yeah, Sheila's can't handle yourself in the bush. And she's like, oh, really? Well, how about this? We have to meet at a specific place. Why don't we split up? I'll go one way, you go the other way, and then we'll meet up at the specific place. You know what I mean? We'll split okay. up and then we'll meet up and we'll see that we can, you know, I can't. I think this isn't a horror movie. I know. So he's like, all right. Uh, so then she walks off, but then he, um, he, uh, stalks her through the bush from behind her. And then she gets to like a, like a river and she like starts stripping and like, she shows her like butt off and shit to him. And he's like, ah, 
And then he's about to like go up to her, but then he gets up and bonks his head on some like a log. And just as this happens, she's like getting some water in her canteen in the river. And then a crocodile attacks her and comes out and like goes roar. And then she's like, ah! And then, um, then Crocodile Dundee comes out. Like, I don't know why they knocked him out. Maybe to cause some kind of tension for like all sure. of two seconds. Why not? Jumps out, stabs a crocodile in the brain with a knife, and the crocodile immediately dies. And then we're introduced to like the only likable character I saw in the whole movie. His name is Neville Bill. And he is an Aborigine. Okay. And I is he ever introduced? Nope. Wow, that's great. So I don't know why the fuck he was introduced in this part of the movie, but he's introduced. And him and Crocodile Dundee seem like the best of friends. Well, I guess that's maybe the proof that he was from... From the Aboriginal yeah. tribe. Whatever. <laughs> but there's another really weird thing, right? So then they get to the place uh-huh. where he was attacked by the crocodile. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, so so you were here hunting crocodile? He goes, nah, that's illegal. And so she's like, oh, yeah? And then she looks down and picks up a bunch of bullet shells. And she goes, so you were just fishing with these? And he doesn't say anything. And then it's just like, you have... What? You have gone out in the wilderness with a complete stranger who has told you not one single truth this entire trip. Hey, she's a journalist. Hey, she's got ethics. She's got standards. Yeah. She knows. She trusts him She's been in some danger. Yeah, I don't know. She's stupid. (laughs) And then then she kisses him. Oh. They're they're hanging out in the river, uh, and he's fishing, and he's got his shirt off, and then they kiss. And it's just like, wow. What? Yeah, they just fucking kiss out of nowhere. And then, yeah. And then she's like, do you want to go to New York with me? This movie just seems so tonally all over the place. Yeah. Well, it wasn't funny. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So then, so then he, she's like, you want to go to New York with me? And he's like, ah, I thought you were going to hit on me. And she's like, maybe I am. And then uh, he's like, all right, I'll go. So then he goes to New York. And, um, Instantly, she comes out of the, the 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 airplane. Oh wait, they're on the airplane, and he seems really nervous about taking off because he's never been on the off the island before. And then the lands. island, the continent that is Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> continent, the islands, the country. Everything's an island if you think about it, man. Not peninsulas. It's true. I guess we're all peninsula. <laughs> Shut up. Um. So then they land, and she gets off the airplane, and she sees Richard, and they kiss, yeah. which really weirded me out because like. Are you going to tell him that you clearly have a thing for the guy that you brought to America? Oh, you're smiling like an asshole right now. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> so then Crocodile Dundee steps out and he is so awkward in America. You know, he's so awkward. He doesn't know what to do in America. It's like a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world in the, in the, in the city. Yeah. You know, he does really, really oh. silly things. You know, he... You know, he, he smokes in elevators. Um, it's hilarious. He doesn't understand how escalators work, so Ooh. he kind of, like, is scared of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The he classic. A- he asks a black guy what tribe he belongs to. Oh, yeah, the classic <laughs> white, white ignorance. Like, all the other ones seem, like, standard, and then all of a sudden he's like, he like, there's a black guy who's driving him around, and he's like, so what tribe do you belong to? And he's like, what? <laughs> And then uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Uh, I like how he just doesn't look up anything. He's just like, I don't know, I'll go to America, just act as ignorant as I can. Yeah, and no one like... It's almost like an American no traveling him. abroad. What? It's almost like Americans traveling Going to abroad. another Going country, to another but country. now it's another person coming to this country. What? And the last thing I saw was uh, they were getting a hotel. Richard was saying he was going to book uh, dinner for the two of them, for her and him. And then she's like, make that a, you know, make that a table for three. Trying to like, you know, bring Crocodile Dundee along everywhere. And then, uh, yeah, so he's got his own room. 
And that's uh, pretty much that's it. That's great. So he's walking around the room from where I started, and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, what's this? Oh, she said, oh, it's a TV. Oh, yeah, what's a TV do? Yeah. And we turn on. Yep. And it turns on I Love Lucy, and he goes, yep, same show I've watched <laughs> when he saw it. Right. And then he's walking around, and he sees a, a, a bidet, and he's like, hey, someone messed up. They put two toilets in here. Oh, my God. She's like, oh, that's, you know, you, you figure it out. <laughs> And he's like, huh. So he's like putting his foot in it and like messing around with it and trying to figure out what's going on. And then she's leaving down the bottom out of his hotel and uh, getting in a cab and he yells out the window, hey, it's cleaning your backside, isn't it? <laughs> she's like, yeah. Uh, oh boy. That was all right. Yeah, um, that's pretty fine. So I'm assuming this is the first time in New York. So I was a little confused yes, when he was walking around. never in New York before. And, uh, you know, he's just walking around. He's saying good day to everyone. Mm-hmm. Every single person he passes. He's which super is super friendly to everyone. Which is a lot of people in New York because New York is very crowded. Yeah, yeah. He actually, somebody said, you know, it's in New York, home of like four million <laughs> people. And he goes, wow, must be really friendly, everyone living together. Yep, totally. Oh, oh, You're so stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's saying hi to everyone. Um, and then he gets crowded. He couldn't see where he was going on the street because there's so many people. So he stands on the street sign to see over the crowd. It looks so wacky. Oh, my God. That a, that a Mountie comes up and is like. A Mountie? Yeah, a ho- mount on a horse or a policeman on a horse. No, okay, okay. Mounted unit, I guess. I guess Mounties are specific to Canada, right? Mostly, yeah. Um, yeah, so he comes up and he rescues Dundee from his. Rescues him. I don't know. And then he brings him back to the hotel and he's like, ah, thanks. Thanks, thanks for the ride. That was it. It's like okay, that doesn't. See, did that add anything to the plot? Nope. Like mo, like a good fifty percent of these scenes don't add anything to the plot. Yeah, I was gonna They're say just the there plot to be is there. super thin. It's so thin. Yeah, it's just thing, visual thing on visual thing under fish out of water thing. Right. So, so you just take it over, take it to the dinner with the lady and his her lover man, and they're like all like kissy kissy. And he's like, hey, you guys need a room. Like, I can leave. I don't need to be here. And she's like, no, it's your first day in New York. You got to stay here. She's a bitch. It's fine. Yeah, I don't understand her. Now, what knowing jerk. all the stuff behind, beforehand, it's like, what the f- what is going on? What is she trying to, or- like, orchestrate? Here? I don't know. Um, but uh, his, her lady, her man friend is a douchebag and mm. makes fun of him. He's like, hey, I bet this, you know, he's never been to a place like this. This is way too fancy. Like, he probably is only seen, like, you know, kangaroo and possum and stuff like that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, what's wrong with kangaroos? Go to eat. And you know, to it's, be fair, it's funny. He does the same thing to the girl. Like when they're camping. Yeah. Late. Well, and then eventually he goes a little too far and then, um, crocodile and he punches him. What does he say? Punches him in the face. I don't remember. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, audience. I didn't care. It's no, fine. he said he was just making his, it was honestly, I think it was the, you know, he probably eats this, probably eats that. And it like resonated with him, waited a little while. And then when she wasn't looking, he punched him in the face and knocked him out. Mm. And, uh, everyone Cause that's like, how you solve your problems. Yeah. And then, and then he, and then she's like, Oh, what are you doing? Why'd you, what's wrong? You are you okay, that, sir? Are you okay? And then she's like, oh, you punched him. He was like, yeah, I did. And that was about it. Wow. And then he's, he's, uh, they, they get, what? point wait why did she even want to bring him to america in the first place i don't know that was your half of the movie no she doesn't she's just like will you come to america and then he's like yeah are you gonna be there too so we could add more of this movie maybe um so he he gets in the cab driver car after dropping everyone off or dropping the two lovebirds off um and then the cab driver's like or he's uh asking you know like oh no that's Crocodile, then he said, hey, I want to go to a bar. And the cab driver's like, oh, cool. And he's like, Crocodile, and he's like, hey, you want to come with? He's like, yeah, sure, I'm Italian. I'll drink you under the table. 
or whatever. Sure, I don't like, have a job to do. He's like, oh, that sounds fun. No, he said he just got off. Oh, okay. so he's like, that's perfect. Um, so then they go to a bar, and he's at a bar, and he meets a transvestite at one point. Oh no! And is this movie transphobic? No, it's not transvestite. It's uh, I might be just a cross. It's a crossdresser, I think. Okay. Um, that's what a tra- that's what a transvestite is. No, you're thinking about transsexual. Transvestite. Oh yes. Transvestite can dress as a woman, but not consider yourself a woman. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm confused. Those, I'm not. Um, here's here's how I remember it. Uh, Eddie Izzard is a transvestite. Okay. But has, Eddie Izzard is still a man. Uh huh. And he still recognizes himself as a man. Uh-huh. So he's a transvestite. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And a transsexual. Is transsexual who's, who's is when changes you their parts. Or just recognizes, you know, as a different. Identifies person. as a different uh, uh, gender. gender. Yeah, it's gender. Okay. Man. Okay. Thanks for that information. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, he meets a transvestite. Okay. It's actually transvestite. Yeah, it was a transvestite. Oh, right, right, I got it right, right the whole time. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny because the funny part. Oh, I can't wait. He, he walks up and he's like, oh, hey, lady, why don't you stay here? And then he walks over to the cab driver who's kind of wasted. And he's just like, hey, hey, that's a man over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real fag. And it's like, yeah, he said that. And uh, Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm quoting the movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah? Let me check. And he walks over and she's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, just goes and just grabs the crotch. Just like, and she goes, ah, freaks out. I was like, that's a man under there. <laughs> that's a man. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Um, so uh, the cab driver lost his car or whatever. So he goes running after it. And uh, Cardinal only walks out and he sees, a, sees two ladies talking and he starts talking to them. And, Are you a man? Kind of, kind of flirting <laughs> with them and is like, oh, you two single ladies? Like, oh, yeah, we're single. And then a dude pops out. It's like, hey, where are you ladies make, making money? I don't know why he's Australian, too. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of Australians. Yeah, I just keep going to that accent now. It's the default one. It's turned I'm on. I'm pretty sure you did the Italian guys in, uh, in Australian as well. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they both have mustaches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this pimp guy comes out, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, you know, what are you doing trying to do all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And he's like... This character's still trying to find his accent. Exactly. <laughs> Really cut him off guard. What's going on? It was weird. And then uh Carl and he's like, I don't want none of this shit, and just punches him in the face, and Jesus. then the two ladies run off. Because that's how he solves all his problems. He just yeah. punches you in the face or he grabs their junk. Um <laughs> so I don't know what's going on at this point in the movie. For right now, all it is is Carl Dundee walking around and just doing stuff in New York and not fitting in. Isn't he funny? He's so different. It's great. Um He's an Australian. Yeah, so uh, cut to a scene where he's in a hotel, or back in the hotel, he's taking a bath or whatever, and the maid walks in and is like, hey, you know, here's your, here's your stuff. And he's like, okay. At this point, the other lady's walking in, her his friend or whatever, mm-hmm. and she sticks her leg out in front of the bath and is like, so tries to seduce him with a Mexican accent because the maid's Mexican. The, the Sue? Yeah, Sue. And it uses her leg and is like, oh, your towels are here. I'm just going to leave them here. And he's like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. Please leave them by the bed. And then it's like, no, it's just me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. I don't know, man. Did she just like bring him over as like her boy toy to like keep him in a hotel and fuck whenever she wants to? (laughs) I guess. That's the only thing that makes sense to me right now. Pretty much. Um, (sighs) Yeah, whatever. Apparently he sleeps on the floor because the bed's too soft. Makes sense. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so, you know, they're walking around downstairs, I guess. 
and some dude mugs a lady and he picks up a can and throws it and hits the guy on the head. Mm-hmm. Never seen that before. That was really cool. Innovative movie making. <laughs> um, then they head to an art gallery and everyone's dressed all fancy. And um, I bet he isn't. Yeah, you know, he's dressed how he is. Uh, yeah. He stays the way he is. He keeps himself natural. Right. right. Um, so all these people are, you know, talking kind of up to him and talking to him and, and he meets some other person who's dressed up as a man. Or no, a man dressed up as a woman. <laughs> Another man is dressed up like a man. Another man dressed up as a man. It's yeah, crazy. New York is a crazy city. <laughs> New York's so so different and progressive. <laughs> um, no, he walks in and he finds another uh, transvestite. And does he grab her junk and or his junk? And she, he, she's like, is it a transvestite or transsexual this time? I think it's trans. I transvestite. Okay. Um, and he's like, they talk for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, just randomly, just grabs grabs junk again, and then he's. He goes, just making sure. And then, uh, and then, uh, here's the quote that says, uh, so he does that. And, uh, Sue says, it's okay. He's Australian. And, uh, and then, and then, and then, and then he said, it's okay. I take it out back. No, close. <laughs> oh, no. He says, I guess I'll have to make a trip down there. Oh, I think that was better. Yeah. Yours was a little better. <laughs> take him to the outback. <laughs> Yeah, my steakhouse. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Carl and he's walking around the party. Sees a dude doing cocaine, and he's like, "Oh, you got a block nose, mate? Here, I got a good. We do this back home." When he just grabs like the cocaine he has left, and just dumps it in like this this uh, bowl, and then puts some other powder in it, and then puts uh, hot boiling water in it. And he's like, "Here, put your head over this, sniff it up. You'll be clear as day as no time." And he leaves. And Sue sees this and just goes, huh, he, uh, he, uh, probably had like, you know, $400 worth of cocaine you just dumped in this thing. And he's like, that's cocaine. She's like, you know, it's a thing you snort. And he's like, why? You know, to get a buzz going. He's like, like when a buzz fly flies up your nose. (laughs) 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 That's not funny. (laughs) What? What the heck? You all right, Mike? That's so stupid. That's so stupid. I wish it was delivered a lot better than I, I delivered it way better than the movie did. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a child, like trying to relate That's to. That's kind of what he is. <laughs> when a buzz, when a buzz fly flies up your nose, it sounds like bad improv. Yeah, like, basically. Jesus, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going. It's just so weird how she just keeps observing him and is, he's doing all this like stuff. It just doesn't stop him. He's just yeah. like, and he's not, is he even going on TV shows, like being interviewed by no, anybody? He's not being on TV shows. Like, what the fucking point? He's just walking around. Um, yeah. And then they start leaving and then this dude comes up and says, Hey, got a light buddy. He's like, Oh yeah, he's a light. He goes, and your wallet. And then she's like, Oh no! Give me your wallet. He's like, why? Yeah, and I'm an I'm Australian. <laughs> he's like, why? Why would I do that? I could beat up like, fucking crocodiles. And then she says, he's got a knife. And he goes, that's, that's not, not a knife. Nick, this, this is, is a, a knife. knife. And then he cuts the okay, guy's like, clothes up. That is not the quote. He says, that's a knife. Now that's a knife. No, does he? Yeah. Is he not what he said? Now, that's sure. not a knife. Now that's a knife. Is that not what he says? I thought he says this is a knife. Oh, okay, whatever. I could be wrong. I did not write it down because I figured we all knew that line by heart. <laughs> to social osmosis. Yep. Oh yeah, he says no. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Okay, okay, okay. 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 I wrote that down actually. Hmm. Wow, you wrote that a quote from the movie. Shut up! I've written that a couple. <laughs> um. So they she cuts cuts up their clothes a little bit, and then they run off. And he says, "Just some kids having fun." 
And then she just looks at him and then she just kisses him. And I'm like, whoa, what about that other guy? Yeah, right. And then, you know, I don't know. And then I just put IDK. This movie is dumb. Yep. Um, yep. So then the article comes out and I guess you meet her dad and her dad's like, cool, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? Um, so you have about as much motivation to finish this like, plot as I do when I was talking about like like, like New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, you're right. Like, who gives a fuck? Like who cares? Yeah. Um, I guess at one point her dad thanked Crocodile Dundee for saving his, like her life or whatever. I don't know. It looked like a newspaper when it came out. The article did. Yeah. Um. So they get back to the the home or whatever with. Which Richard or is it Walker? I can't remember. It's Richard. Okay. Walker is not a character in this film. You're thinking about Walter. Walter. Who's back in Australia. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Richard is, they're going to a, a dinner party or something. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to a dinner party. Why not? Yeah. They're going to a dinner party and uh, she goes, Sue goes, oh no, the dogs are out. And then Kyle and D's little hand thing. Controls oh, he the puts dogs. him to sleep. No, he just makes them friendly. Okay. Why not? So he can. He does have a power over animals. Sure, totally. Um, and then he goes in. He meets the dad, and the dad's like, "Thanks for saving my life." And then all this stuff happens. They're having dinner, and then Richard. The dad thanks him for saving his life against dogs. No, no, no. Earlier time when the, the crocodile attacked her. No. Oh. Um, and then the Richard proposes to her, and everything's happy, and it looks like she accepts. Crocodile. Even though she's kissed Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, exactly. Crocodile Dundee's bummed out. He's like, I'm going to go to a liquor store with a hey, limo driver, take me to the liquor store. And limo driver's like, oh, I got this in the back. And he just grabbed him. It's like for medicinal purposes. And he had like a nice thing. And I'm like, that's a nice guy. That's a nice limo driver. Uh, you know, he's drinking out, drinking some liquor. He's drinking, walking around. He finds that pimp again. And the pimp is like, I'm going to beat you up this time for real. <laughs> and Carl, he just squirt, punches him right in the face again. And he gets knocked out. But this time he has friends. And two of his friends pop up and they start beating the crap out of Crocodile Dundee. What? But then the limo driver comes up and hits the guy with a car, with his car. Whoa. And they team up and they fight. And then he says, Carl, and he says, I knew you were part of a tribe or something like that. It's no. that guy? Yeah. Is it a driver. fat black guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that asked the tribe thing earlier yeah. in the movie. Um, and he says, I'm part of the Harlem tribe or something like that. And it was just kind of funny. All right. <sighs> Whatever. This movie doesn't sound like it's aged very well. It's what? Aged very well. No, it has not. Not oh. at all. It's a product of its time. Yeah. The 90s. <laughs> <laughs> the late 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. Um, let's see. Yeah, um, that's about it. Okay, so this is how the movie ends. Yeah, how does it end? Is it ever revealed so whether he here's what happens? Lying? Here's no, it's not. It's never revealed. So now you got that disappointment out of the way. So <laughs> she comes. To, Sue goes to the hotel and the next day and realizes that Croc guy checked out and is going to Grand Central Station to leave. He's going to go travel around America because what's the point here anymore? I guess he was just yeah. here for Sue. And uh, she falls after him, and they get in this big, huge, they get into the, the subway to Grand Central Station. There's a big bunch of people there, as there are in the subways. It's really crowded. And so she yells at someone, like, hey, tell that guy in the black hat to not leave. And the guy, like, yells at this other guy. He's like, hey, tell that guy in the black hat not to leave, because this lady wants to talk to him or something. And then the guy goes, all right. And then he tells the crocodile Dundee. Big game of telephone. A big game of telephone. And then it's like, he's like, why should I not leave? And she says, why? Why? And they do the whole thing. And then in the end, she's just like, because I love you. And he's like, that's cool. I don't care. And then, she's, and right then she said, I'm, I'm not going to marry Richard. 
I don't care. And because I love you. And oh, then, yeah, totally. And then the end of the movie is him fighting through the crowd and then hugging her. No. And that's literally the end of the movie. No. That's it. That's it. No. It ends. I was like, that's it. That's it. This movie is bad. Like, that's it. This is a bad movie. It's not a good movie at all. This is, I don't know why this movie seems to have like really gripped like our, 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 our societal like understanding. You know what I mean? Like how we use the quote. That's not a knot. That's a knot. Like all these bits from the movie have become. I don't know. I guess it's just a product of its time. You know? You think it was good back then? Not really good, but something that everyone, it's, you know, it is a, is an Oreo cookie, man. It's just like, it's not the best cookie. There's not enough black people in this movie to be an Oreo cookie. <laughs> uh, How's it an Oreo cookie? Oreo cookies are still delicious. They're okay. They're delicious. I love Oreo cookies. All right. Generic Oreo cookie. Like oh, they're the worst. Rant. No, they taste fine. Um, I'm trying to think of something that's like mediocre and plain. Fig Newtons. Yeah, I like Fig Newtons though. Oh. Uh, were, were those originals? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they're fine. I'll eat one. My, our my, our old people loved them. Yeah, I like where those originals are fine, but I'm oh not gonna. Go, I'm not gonna seek them out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm gonna, not gonna seek this movie out. No, ever. I'm not. And this movie's lame. Know, people love it for some reason. People love where. Did those you originals. Did you like this movie at all? No, no. Did like, you laugh at all? No, no. Uh the knife part was kind of funny, <laughs> just because you could recognize yeah. it. Uh the uh, yeah, that's about it. That's the only part I laughed at. All right, so let's talk about the main character. Because that's who this movie is named after. Yeah. How did you like the character of Michael J. Crocodile Dundee? Uh, knowing all that stuff you know now, I don't like him as much. But at first I was like, eh, he seems all right. Is there any character in this movie that is likable? Because Sue is like the... Cardboard. Cardboard, wishy-washy. Doesn't make any sense, lady. Like, I feel like the actress didn't understand what her character's motivation yeah, that's true. was. Like. Her character's motivation changes from scene to scene. I like the limo driver. He was cool. Limo driver is cool. I feel like I've seen him before. Uh, he was, uh, I think he was a cop in um, Die Hard. Wasn't is he? he? Wasn't he? I might be racist. Here, why don't you keep talking about... <laughs> no, you, no, you, you talk. I'll look. All right. Well, I guess the big thing for me is I don't know whether to trust Crocodile Dundee and the fact that it's never, ever revealed as to his past really makes the movie really lackluster. You know, you have, you have this movie where... Uh, not a lot is known about what happened before the events of the film. Uh, we clearly follow Sue because we're introduced to her first. Then halfway through, we follow a character we know nothing about. We don't know. We, we don't know what to trust and what not to trust. And yeah, here's like, a cop in Die Hard. Okay, Boom. great. Awesome. Then yeah. that also means he was in um, Die Hard 2. Yes. And that show uh, played a, a, a cop. Family <laughs> well. Matters. Family Matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ghostbusters. He was in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Who was he in Ghostbusters? Turner and Hooch. I don't know. Um, Tron Uprising. I'm just looking at IMDb now. <laughs> yeah. I I hated. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like Mr. Crocodile Dundee. I found him not charming. I found him a creep, and I found him not trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I didn't get any of that just because I didn't like. He was acted normal in mine, and everything he did seemed normal. legit. Well, obviously he, he grabbed people's genitals and punched people for no reason. Yeah, but that's he's whatever. He's foreign. He's lived with Aborigines. You're, they, you're worse than Sue saying he's foreign. Who cares I, if he's foreign? He needs to understand. Well, that that's this the problem. The problem is, do. yeah, he needs to understand that, and it's not his fault. It's Sue's fault. He didn't say. She didn't say anything. But does she he just watch him? And does he, he ever learn that this isn't what he should? No, because no one tells him. Somebody should. Well, no one does. So it's not his fault. Uh, he's just doing what he's doing, and no one tells him any different. And uh, you know, Sue whatever. is a terrible character. Yeah, no, she's terrible. Um, 
And again, I didn't get any weirdness from him because I didn't see the beginning parts where he was doing all his weird shady stuff and acting yeah. like, you know. Like the bullet thing. Like that's never brought up again. That's so yeah, They didn't so even weird. need to bring it up. Like that's the thing. He could have just been fishing. A lot of stuff didn't need to be brought up. No. Most um, of, you could have cut this movie down and made a half hour special. It's true. I probably was. And then they're like, we, can't, we don't make half hour long movies. Yeah. And, and then the guy who plays Crocodile Dundee is like, what? Really? That's how long the movies are back in Australia. <laughs> 45 minute long movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. People love them. I yeah. I I didn't like this movie. No, I don't like it. It felt either. very weak, but very thin. Very dull. Very dull. Not um, funny. Not funny. Didn't age. But now we know None of the now characters. we have a cultural touchstone where we can say the same joke that everyone else said. That we always said before. And yet we can't agree on the last line of it. No, I wrote it down. Remember? Oh, okay. You must be right then. That that is a knife. If you guys have knives, you should go on our Facebook and Twitter page and uh, yeah, post pictures of them. I got knives. Should I do that? You should. Ooh. You, you, Ethan, should go on our Facebook and Twitter and hey. post pictures of knives. Oh, that, all right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you've ever been to the Outback before, why don't you also- Steakhouse? Steak, if you've ever been to Outback Steakhouse, definitely get the Aussie cheese fries. <laughs> What's your favorite dish at uh, Outback Steakhouse? I've been to the Outback Steakhouse like once. You've only been once? Yeah. Outback Steakhouse isn't the best place in the world, but it's some pretty good. Food. I remember thinking it was okay. It was like, right. I remember not having a problem with it. Yeah, the cheese fries. The blizzard, that, that's the place with blooming onion, right? Yeah, I've not had that. Yeah, the cheese fries. Nope. Me uh, and you are going to have to go to stay. We're going to have a date night where we go to Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> are you looking at your watch to see if Outback Steakhouse is still open? It's because not. I promise you, it is not. It's not open. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, if you've ever been to Outback Steakhouse, um, what's your favorite menu item? Uh, I love the I love the cheese fries. No, I was asking. They should say what our yeah, favorite menu. Yeah, you you know what you should do. You should go to our iTunes. You should subscribe to the podcast. You should leave us a five star rating and review. And in your review, you should say what your favorite dish at Outback is, and then we'll read it on the show. What do you think? I think, I that's, think that's excellent. That's a great idea. Whether it's the Aussie cheese fries, whether it's the blooming onion, whether it's the anything else on the menu that's super racist. Or not racist, just culturally appropriated. There you go. That's a perfect word for it. Culturally appropriated. Cultural appropriation. Um, go and do that. And also email us. Email us at email at theotherappodcast.com. Um, I think that's it. I think we got all the plugs. So we'd like to actually say that this episode is brought to you by Apex Steakhouse. Um, imagine Crater. And um, I don't know if that's... that's throw it on the grill. <laughs> throw it on the grill. We'll throw anything on the grill. Just pick it up, throw it on the grill. You like veggies? Yeah, throw it on the grill. We you like boomerangs? Grill. Throw it on the grill. It comes back to you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It comes right back, yeah? You ever eat a boomerang? Yeah, uh, comes come right like. back out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you like uh, dingoes? They yeah. eat babies. Uh, what's that from? That's a real thing that happened. No, I know, but what's the dingo ate my baby thing? Isn't that a quote from some movie? The, well, that's a thing that the woman said who said that her baby was eaten by a dingo. It's also from television. Uh, Seinfeld said it. Oh, Seinfeld? Okay. Yeah, Elaine goes to a party and awkwardly I says, thought it meant Quigley Down Under. Huh. Quigley Down Under? Yeah. Or, um... I thought it might have been this movie, honestly. Kangaroo Jack, perhaps? Mm. A lot of things came out of Kangaroo Jack. None of them were good. <laughs> oh! Alright, yeah. Mike. Alright, Ethan. Um, let's uh, go out back tonight. And, um, have a better day tomorrow. Down Under. <laughs> good night, everybody. Did you see that pool? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? I, I saw it. Yeah. And? It's so lame. Really? You're on the lame side? See, I think it's just okay. 
I I didn't I laughed three times. Yeah, I felt like all the jokes were like the lowest common denominator. The th- here's the thing. I've been really wanting to talk about this movie. Uh-huh. I haven't posted anything on Facebook. Uh-huh. And there's a reason for that. Because mm-hmm. you know me. If I don't like a movie, if I like a movie, I gotta post something about it. I gotta let people know how I feel. But the thing is, if you hate Deadpool, like how I hate Deadpool, which is like I, I appreciate how it's directed. I think it's directed pretty damn well. Really? I, I, actually, think I actually hated the direction. Oh, really? Tell me about actually, it. Actually, the editing, I kind of hated I didn't like the editing, but I thought that the way it was shot was all right. Yeah. Like, I thought there was some pretty clever storytelling, visual storytelling going on in the movie. Editing is shit. Um, but, like, I thought it was shot okay, and I thought some of the action was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I were to say how much I didn't like this movie, people are going to immediately go, well, you're not a comic book fan or, oh, you're offended easily. You don't even like Deadpool. You don't even like Deadpool. Yeah, people people who know you are going to walk up and say, you're offended easily. That's exactly what they're going to say. That's what I'm saying. You know people are going to do that. Not to you if they know anything about you. It's the only thing they have to say about the movie. If If somebody doesn't like the movie, the first thing they jump on is either one, you didn't get the humor because you don't find this kind of even funny because you're offended easily by it. Or two, you're not a fan of the comic book or you don't know anything about Deadpool. Both are wrong because I was the one who told you about Deadpool. I explained Deadpool to you. Yeah. I'm well aware of the mythos and history of Deadpool. I know the tone. I know the humor and you know me, I'm not easily offended, but God damn it. Something just, if something's a reference or if something is offensive, that doesn't immediately make it funny. God damn it. Didn't we learn this from family mm. guy? Like, is this not enough? Yeah. Like, uh oh. I, I, I struck a nerve. You know what? And you don't know really piss me off, too. It was my own goddamn fault. Why? Because you're hyped up? Yeah. Phelan and I, like, like my, my dad was like, oh man, this movie's so good. Like, he really enjoyed it. My brother, he really enjoyed it. Everyone really enjoyed yeah, it. Everyone it's got, I really it's it. got an over 95% on Ron no, Tomatoes. It yes, it does. I thought it was 80. Oh, I thought it was like over 90. No, I'm pretty Last sure. Last time 80. I checked, it was over 90. Well, Go ahead and check. I'll check. Continue. Either way, it's way above what it should be. Like it's nowhere, it's nowhere near like the rating it needs to be. Everyone's saying it's fun. Everyone's saying it's funny. 84%. I'm, 84% is way too fucking high. Eh. Would you agree? Oh, eh. come on. No, you're wrong. It needs to be like at 40. It's like 45% Ron Tomatoes no, score. It's not that bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's god awful. The humor is <sighs> shit. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. I can't believe it. And then like right before the, th- the here's the other thing, right? So everyone was uh, up hype for it. And Phelan and I were like, okay, we're going to watch Hail Caesar this weekend for <laughs> Valentine's Day weekend. You know, it's a shoe in It's a Coen Brothers comedy. You know, it's got all this, you know, it's it's got the Coen Brothers behind it. What else do you need? And I'm like, no, you know what? Everyone's saying all this sh- cool shit about Deadpool. <clears throat> Let's watch Deadpool. Everyone's so excited and hyped about it. Everyone <laughs> is talking about it. Everyone's saying it's super funny. So I made the mistake. I made the mistake on watching Deadpool over like a shoe in Coen Brothers comedy. And even if the Coen, here's the thing. I've seen bad Coen Brothers movies. I've seen movies I don't like by the Coen Brothers and they are like fucking like, like genius compared to Deadpool. Like, oh yeah. No, I'd say the thing is, is I thought Deadpool was funny. Why? Hold on. Sorry. Calm down. Calm down. I think it was funny just because it was riffing on a lot of the tropes and things like that of common superhero movies at least felt like something different as opposed to the same old garbage we've been fed all this time that being said none of the jokes are actually clever no they're, they're funny because there's so many of them that at one point you're just gonna break and laugh mm-hmm. um but it's like it's like my style of humor on the show i just throw everything exactly that I can't that's the thing is i thought about it and i was like I, could, I wrote like all of these like i could wrote that's like, exactly what i was thinking is like these are like lowest common denominator no one worked on them jokes and you know what really pisses me off about that too is a majority of his jokes are said behind a mask re-record funny jokes like adr good jokes 
Don't just take the shit that was on. Like, are, are, is that really the jokes that you thought was clever enough to make it into the final, like, tra- like theatrical cut? Like, I remember seeing the jokes in the trailer and thinking, okay, well, he has a mask on. These are just trailers, it's like jokes they put in the trailer. They're going to put better stuff in them. Like, they're A material in the movie. No, it's exactly no. the same shit. It is exactly the same bullshit. Nope. I hate I, I'm sorry, man. You know, I play a cynical asshole sometimes. Like, you know, <laughs> movies are movies. Whatever. They're just a, a means to an end, a means of, of making money. That's all that they really are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm I'm legitimately surprised by how off I can be about like a film. Mm-hmm. You know? Like how everyone else can like it and you're just like, nah. Yeah, because honestly, it's it, this that's what it has to come down to, right? It's a matter of taste. Yeah. That's all it is. Is it just isn't my cup of tea. And I, I'm not usually want to say that because usually I can look at a movie and say, this is a shit movie. Yeah. And and I understand that maybe it's it's for certain people, but I think that those certain people are idiots. <laughs> or I think that there are there's problems with this movie that make it not good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can look at a movie like Valentine's Day. People yeah. like Valentine's Day. Uh, you know? People like it. Uh, people like it. Okay. You know people do. Sure, and why not? I could point out shit that I don't like about it, and it can be okay. But if like an overwhelming majority of the masses go out and watch a movie like Deadpool and walk out, I remember before the movie started, I, me and me and Phelan were waiting in front of the theater as people like came out, and I heard somebody go, "Man, those jokes were so clever." I was like, "What? This is that one's awesome! I can't wait for the clever jokes." And I remember <laughs> nope. leaving the theater and going, "Man, I couldn't wait for the clever jokes," and like none came. There was no good jokes. And here's the other thing I have a problem with too. You say, okay, it's making fun of a lot of the tropes of uh, superhero mm-hmm. movies. True. But, like, at the same time, it still has uh, all the tropes yeah, of superhero movies. Yeah, I know, and movies. it's a very, it felt like a very standard. Super standard. Like the most standard. The only thing that wasn't standard is they said the F word a couple hundred times. Yeah. whoop de doo You know yeah, what? Because the main female character is still a fucking damsel in distress, two-dimensional asshole. I was just thinking that as, she was, as he was like, is this sexist to do this thing? And then I'm like, wait, but, like, your whole... Like, she's just damsel in the stress. Yeah. To do. And you know what? She takes him back like that immediately. You yeah. know what would have been a better ending? What I thought was going to happen is she was going to look at his face, scream in terror, and run away. That and then we really would funny. have our Deadpool character. That would have made the movie for me. I would have been, you know what? Some of the jokes weren't funny, but at least it stayed to its concept of not being a standard superhero movie. But you know what? As much as everyone says it isn't, it fucking is. Yeah. You hear me, you the fucking mouth breathing neck bearded assholes. You have a who- neck beard. I, I'm starting to get a neck but <laughs> And you breathe out of your mouth right now because you're clogged <sighs> up. <laughs> like, it's not that bad. It is, it's insulting. It is no, insulting. it's not that bad. It is insulting. No, okay. The movie isn't that bad. But what is insulting <laughs> is to be standing and sitting around people who are constantly heralding this movie for its progressiveness or it is its cleverness or its humor. N- none of those exist within the movie. You need to watch more movies in a vacuum. I, yeah, I do, but you know what? I don't live in a vacuum. I wish I did, because then I wouldn't have to deal with these idiots. Idiots! And the minute I post something on Facebook, everyone's be like, oh, you're not a fan of Deadpool. You didn't even know the character until the movie came out. No! I knew about Deadpool since fucking high school. Alright, you assholes? I know who Deadpool is. I'm well aware who he is. Don't pull that shit on me. I feel like his jokes, though, I feel like the jokes are very similar, though, to, to the comic. How, yeah. Yeah, you're right, but I think the main thing for me was, like, the level of fun just wasn't there for the character. He's still, like, because you still have these fucking, like, agonizing moments of plot that you didn't give a fuck oh, about, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, they. I read a couple interviews about how they tried to balance the uh, irreverence with, like, actually putting in a serious plot that people cared about. Yeah. And they thought they got it to work, and some people said they did. I kind of was like, eh. Here's the thing. Some people is, no. 
most people say they did. Yeah. Most people look at this movie and herald it as a new form of like superhero film. You know what I mean? Which I don't understand because like Kick Ass and what was the other one? Sip Super? Super. Are all like superhero movies that were R rated before. As well as Irreverent and I, actually good. Yeah. And I guess. I guess it's just because, oh, it's got Marvel name on it, and you yeah. can put X-Men characters in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the joke where he was like, well, sure is a big mansion. Looks like you guys couldn't afford more than two X-Men, though. I thought that was pretty funny, too. That was a, that was a good joke. See, that's like one of the three that that was funny. Yeah, there were, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, you're right. There was a couple of times when it was... Mm. I'm not saying it wasn't completely not funny. I, di- I definitely laughed during the film. Yeah. But I was in a very full theater, and like it was mostly quiet. Like, oh, see, it wasn't for me when I watched it. Oh, it was so, like, had. you could hear a fucking pin drop in my theater. Uh, and it you heard it, especially when jokes came. And there they were, there were quite a lot of, like, this thing is, both me and you are not fans of Spaceballs. No. Or most Mel Brooks movies, mm. for in general. Yeah. Most. Yeah. Um, of course, are exceptions. Of course. Um, Young friends. And those, yeah, and those, the problem with those movies is they do the thing where they try to stick everything to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... That is very much how Deadpool is. That's true. That's very and true. And so I feel like it's just not our style of humor. Yeah, but I guess, and I, that's the other really shitty thing, is I, I love R-rated comic book movies. Mm-hmm. I love, you know. Watchmen? I, li- I like the theatrical version of Watchmen. Uh-huh. Uh, Road to Perdition is a comic book movie. Huh. Uh, uh, v for Vendetta? V for Vendetta. I didn't really like that movie as much. Is uh-huh. that R-rated? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I thought it was PG-13. Maybe it is. I don't know. I thought but it was R-rated. There's a couple really good movies out there that are R-rated, and I, and I, I think, like, we should be taking chances with these movies because they aren't just for children, obviously. Yeah. But I don't want this to be the one that everyone like points to and goes, this is the one that started it all. This is the one that did it the right way. Because there are better movies that are irreverent and play with the tropes of superhero movies that have come out recently that no, weren't no, no. R. Yeah, but the thing is, is here's the thing. is There's a big marketing push and like it's got a lot more... <sighs> advertising behind it and people are more aware of what Deadpool is so yeah. therefore it's going to be the one that everyone's going to point to because if I were to point at a movie that because you're right you're right it did have more like marketing behind it definitely more than like a super but if yes. I were to point at a comic book movie that came out with a big major studio that had more reverence and better humor and better action I would point at like Guardians of the Galaxy that's not R though no it isn't but that's the one thing that separates it other than actually having yeah. a good plot and characters that are likable and like you know, being enjoying, enjoying the movie the entire yeah. way through. Like that's, that's really the thing is the only difference between a good movie, like, like guardians of the galaxy that does properly play with tropes and irreverence as well as stay true to like the original source material, uh, or at least true to the spirit of it. And then a Deadpool is a Deadpool's R. Yeah. That's it. I hate. Sorry, man. It's okay. I just, I, I saw a movie and I knew this is the reaction I would get from you. Cause I was like, I wasn't as high on it as everyone else was. Because people were like, no, it was great. No. And then I was like, eh, it was people fine. Are, but people are like lauding over it. Like people, they're like, people always do that. N- no, man. There's is- no, there are people at work too who are like, oh man, this was great. It was so funny. And I was like, no. Was, yeah. I hear that every funny. fucking day. And I see it on Facebook every fucking day too. Everyone's posting pictures of them as Deadpool. Everyone's like, oh man, finally a, a comic book movie that's clever and funny. And all these people are pointing out these great things about it. And I just don't see it. I want to. That's really the thing. I want to. I want to like this movie so bad. You know? Yeah. I want it. I, I I want it too as well. And then I was just like, this joke's just not. No. No. There's moments that are great. There are like very few and far between moments. There are a few moments. There are. Well, what, part, what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, the part where you just count the bolts was pretty funny. No, part was, yeah, it was pretty early. It was pretty early. Um, 
I just remember that. I remember Supersonic, whatever her name is, saying her name. He's like, that's fucking awesome. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, that, and that and then the X-Men thing. And honestly, those are like the parts that stuck out that I'll remember. Everything else was just like... Remember? None of the jokes I actually will remember because there's so many of them and so many of them were just like... Lame. Yeah, or like, ha... Jokes. Remember, like, remember that time you made fun of that blind black lady for like no reason other than the fact she was blind. Yeah, that was weird. Remember, I forgot about that. Remember all those all those jokes that just were kind of like pointless. Remember, remember that all those times you made fun of the fact you masturbated. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, put uh, some dick jokes in. It's funny. I just, I guess, I guess, I just don't. I guess I just don't relate anymore. I guess not. I guess I'm an old man. Guess you're an old man. I mean. I feel like teenager me would have liked this movie. Probably. Did the movie seem dark to you? Not in tone, but in like color. The movie uh, I, at certain times, yeah. I think I watched it on a. I don't. I think the projectionist in my theater didn't do a good job. Yeah, I think that was it. It looked okay to me. Okay, because ah, the, uh, the opening credits were pretty funny. I love the opening credits. That was one of my. That, that when I was talking to my dad, he's like, "The opening credits are my favorite part," and you know that that really like won him over. And I like the opening credits too. That's one of the three moments I think I really dug. Yeah. Um. I think here's a really, really weird thing. So like uh, maybe there's there's like a couple moments I really like. I like, that, the, I like the end scene too. What end scene? The the after credit scene. Oh yeah, where it's just Ferris Bueller. Yeah. References are funny. Yeah, but I like the part where he's just like, well, you want Nick Fury to come out here? Get out of here. That was all right, I guess. Yeah. I liked my favorite, and that's the thing, my favorite characters in the movie weren't Deadpool. It was TJ Miller. Yeah, TJ Miller was great. TJ Miller was awesome. And I really liked the main baddie villain lady. From oh yeah, she's fucking awesome. I liked uh, Colossus. I thought it was kind of funny Colossus. Too. Her and Colossus, I dug. Yeah, like I, I, I like their fight. There's actually like humor to it. Yeah, gravity as well. Um, but then Deadpool showed up and he was being lol random, <laughs> Red Dead Army. I just needed to get that off my chest. 